0: Ready? Go. Hey everyone, it's Heather Whaley. It's Frank Whaley. And today is Friday, December 18th, 2020. And this is episode 50 of season four. That means this is our 200th episode.
1: I don't get jack shit. So I don't really, I don't really, I don't know. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I mean, I should get like, we collectively should get something and shit.
0: Well, we got the joy of spending this time together and documenting how we've spent this pandemic every day.
1: Yabba dabba doo. That and a nickel gets me uptown on the goddamn train.
0: It won't even cost way more than a nickel. Yes. So what do you have to, to look back on? Like, what have you learned over the course of doing this podcast? Have you gained anything, learned anything?
1: Um, I've learned to come down to this closet at around 4.30 or 5 o'clock Eastern Standard Time every day where I could usually find you sitting in here.
0: Imagine if I was just sitting in here in the dark, like just wait, waiting like, for me, with the doors to the closet closed, and then you opened up the closet and I was just sitting in there.
1: That'd be messed up. Um, no, I mean, I, I, think, I think I've think uh, grown i to, grown to Satan perspective, otherwise known as gained a certain perspective. It's been interesting. It's been fun. I've enjoyed it.
0: So you... Said at the beginning that you were going to switch things up. I did. Yeah, you said you were going to, you know, change things around, shake it up a little.
1: Oh, ha- have I ever? Uh, okay. And not uh, for the better, Heather. In
0: what way? In Here's all bad way You shaved your mustache. That's a well, breaking news. I don't know that the listeners know that you got a that's, haircut. That's like a week, and you shaved your like mustache
1: three weeks ago. I, got I know, but I don't and,
0: think that the the listener of this podcast knows that you shaved your mustache.
1: None of their motherfucking business.
0: But you talked about French. your mustache, so.
1: Well, I got rid of the mustache. I got a haircut. I need another haircut, actually. And, um, you know, I've been grooming myself. What do you want me to say? I've been grooming, grooming my, my. You know, you know, you know me. I don't like to have a lot of hair on my body. <clears throat> um, let's see. What else have I shaken, shook up a little bit? I, um, I don't know. I've been trying to. I don't know I mean it's just been it's been it's been a crazy you know almost a year now with this damn thing you know it's I want to go back to work I want the movie and television industry to get back on his feet so I can get back to work um, we
0: didn't talk about that whole explosion with Tom Cruise how he was screaming about everybody has to wear their mask so that was uh, yeah. his first explosion that he had which that actually made me cry a little bit I thought good for him but then he did it again and everybody quit.
1: Yeah, nobody likes to be screamed at like that. You know, you don't need to yell like that. I mean, I learned I learned the hard way. You can't get anywhere by yelling. Nobody wants to hear that. And people are working hard. And maybe you know, I don't know this. this I don't know the particulars, the ins and outs of what happened with those on that shoot. But. I mean, he was going on and on and on and on and on. How about pull some? How about pull the people aside and, and, you know, and have that conversation with them? You don't have to do it in front of everybody.
0: Well, you know, I was sort of inspired by him. So yesterday we went and did a little bit of shopping in a nearby town. There's a uh, sort of an independently owned kind of pharmacy gift shop place. And we were browsing around in there, and I saw that man who works there, and he didn't have his mask on. So I did a full-on Tom Cruise. I screamed at him. I said, don't let me ever catch you doing that again, or you'll be gone. You will be gone. And what did he do? What did he say?
1: The man in the pharmacy? He said,
0: get the fuck out of here, screaming at me like that. No, I actually didn't yell at anybody. I I did say, I got to put that mask on, because he had it like hanging down under his chin, because he was probably the only one in that store before we came in. And I said, got to put it on. And he was like, what? I think he just forgot.
1: Well, don't forget, dude, because three thousand people a day are dying, and um, more than know, that. Exactly, and um, it's because people aren't wearing the goddamn masks. So, you know, I, I'm looking forward to Biden getting in there and, and demanding hundred days of um, uh, masks. Not that anybody's going to abide by that because people in this country are stupid.
0: Well, you know, the New York Times did, had a thing the other day where they, you can look up how many. Hospital beds are available close to where you live. And in one of our local hospitals, there was only four ICU beds available. And in all of Los Angeles, there were five. That means if there's like a massive car crash and there's six people that need an I- to be in the ICU, one of them loses out, can't go. I mean... That's just the reality of the world that we're living in now. Yeah. That, that I, I mean, I never, it would never have occurred to me a year ago. How many, I wonder how many ICU beds are open. But we're almost coming up on like the anniversary of when we first started hearing about this pandemic. Yes. That was right. in January, right? That's
1: correct. Are we going to se- celebrate that? No. I'll tell you one, one thing that's even scarier than the ICU beds shortage. Mm-hmm. The shit that's going on in, in um, Chippewa Township, Pennsylvania.
0: I haven't heard of it.
1: Are you serious? No. This is one of the scariest things that's happening in our country right now.
0: Tell me. Tell me.
1: Dozens of giant frosted snowmen and inflatable decorations have magically appeared on lawns in a neighborhood in Chippewa Township, Pennsylvania. As of Wednesday, around 60 houses have been frosted. Oh, my
0: God. Oh, my God. Now,
1: check this out. Teenagers dressed as elves and reindeer have been seen installing the snowmen. But the identity of the mastermind remains a mystery. These are terrorists. These are terrorists. The whole thing has been so much fun, one homeowner, Donna Schaefer, told. Reporter. Obviously, she's being sarcastic. It started with a stolen turkey.
0: Wait. A stolen turkey. Cindy
1: Turconi awoke one morning before Thanksgiving to find the inflatable turkey her family displays every year replaced by an 18-foot frosty snowman towering over her home in Chippewa Township, Pennsylvania. I posted on Facebook, thank you for the snowman, but who has my turkey? So then it did magically come back into my garage. These are, I think these are are UFOs. I don't know why we were one of the first ones, but we love it. But we're afraid. Every few days since two or three more households have awoken to find giant smiling snowmen on their lawns, I'd buy a gun.
0: Okay, Hank, here's my question. These are not inexpensive items. These are very large, these snowmen. And they need to be plugged in. So... Wouldn't you have to, like, run an extension cord into someone's house, or you'd have to just be scoping out the houses to make sure they have an outdoor outlet?
1: According to locals, an unidentified group of teenagers wearing Buddy the Elf and Reindeer costumes have been installing the decorations while blasting Christmas tunes out of their van. At first, a band of elves worked to install the inflatables in the middle of the night when everyone was asleep, but as anticipation for the snowman grew, they begun setting up the decorations earlier so families can watch. This is fucked up. This is fucked up.
0: I mean, they call them mysterious teens.
1: It's unknown who hired the elves, but neighbors are guessing it's someone in their neighborhood or a local business owner. It's also unknown how the band of elves afford the inflatable snowmen. Uh, obviously, China. The original frosty the snowman decorations... That was installed retails for $395 on if I sense. And nobody is quite sure what will happen to the decorations once the holidays are over. I have an idea. But there are rumors that just like in the original cartoon, these Frosty the Snowman will magically disappear until n- next Christmas.
0: I don't know if I would, lo- I would not be happy with the giant Frosty the
1: Snowman in my yard. I'll tell you one thing right now. I'm going I'm gonna, I'm gonna to make a declaration here. Somebody puts a Frosty the Snowman. Inflatable on my front lawn? I'm going to get my deer rifle.
0: You don't have a deer rifle. God damn it. We got a letter on the old email, whaleyfamilyhour at gmail.com. Would you like to hear a letter, Frank?
1: Um, I guess it depends on which one, because I read a few of them, and some of them are... I would say mean spirited a little bit. This but is, this is nice not
0: mean spirited.
1: Oh. A lot of people have been writing letters. I guess they're not really letters; they're emails. No,
0: they're emails. No. Uh, do you want to hear this letter?
1: Uh, what? 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 Yeah. What, uh,
0: whatever. I, I mean, I just that's. I always ask you if you want to hear it. I don't. I should just start reading it because you know I'm going to read the letter. It's not really up to you. You don't make the, all the decisions. The heart wants what the heart wants. This is from Sam. It says, hello, Frank and Heather. This is Sam from West Virginia. I truly love the podcast. It has brought me so much comfort and coziness during this tragic year. Thank you. Now, that makes me think that Sam is female. because I just I don't know. I don't think a, I can't picture like a male thinking, oh, the Whaley Family Hour makes me feel cozy.
1: Uh, sexist of you.
0: Oh, yeah, it is. Okay. Anyway, Sam, no offense. M- uh, thank you. My question is for Frank. I know you're very self-deprecating about your voice, but I quite enjoy it. I'm self-what? Deprecating. Oh. But I quite enjoy it. Since your accent is also very distinct, have you gotten asked by directors or the like to pull it back at all? And better yet, if the answer is yes, have you ever refused? Thanks for your time. Have a wonderful holiday.
1: No, I've never refused. I've always had the same accent. I've never done anything differently, and I would never do anything differently. Not when I'm on camera or otherwise. Thank you very much, Sam. What kind of accent? I mean I, I don't have an accent. Yeah, you
0: do. But Sam's from West Virginia. Maybe Sam talks like this. I don't know. Oh, like my that's my my cousins who live in England think that I have like a New York, a thick new like a New York accent. Um can't tell I
1: come from upstate New York originally, and where I come from, they have a very um, hard R vowel, hard R sound, our car, um, you know, you know, you know very well how they sound up there. And I have taken um, every precaution not to sound like those people that um, I come from. I hate that sound. It's most closely resembles like Chicago or a little bit of Boston.
0: It's kind of like, er, ah, Frank, But Frank. it's hard.
1: It's, it's yeah. an ugly sounding accent. I, I hate it. And I, when I first um, started my professional career, it was pointed out to me that I did have this accent and, um, and I paid attention to it and tried to round out my Vowel sounds, but from time to time I forget, and particularly when you piss me off, Heather, hmm. I start to talk like that. Get in that car! Frank? Frank?
0: Get in that car! <laughs> I thought you were Where saying you? that, you, that you, that's what, when I piss you off, you yell at me, Get in that's, that car! Get in
1: that car, Heather! <laughs> get in that car, I'm taking you out to the edge of town and dropping you off like a... Like an unwanted cat. Oh my goodness! Does
0: that have to do with cats up there?
1: My father did that once. He oh God! Took our cat and dumped it somewhere, and then he said it ran away. But we knew. We always knew. Patches never would run away. Old Patches, we loved you, Patches. And we miss you to this day.
0: Um, what if Patches found a, a home in somebody's beautiful McMansion?
1: My father had a love-hate relationship with the cats. We always had about eight cats living in and around our house. and that's my That's too many would, cats. That's, what?
0: That's too many cats.
1: Yes, way too many. One of them had kittens once underneath the bear, tall, call, bear claw tub, ancient bathtub we had in a ramshackle house bathroom. One bathroom for six people and eight cats. And this cat, one of these cats, um, had kittens underneath the tub. And none of us even knew that cat was pregnant.
0: Well, how would you know that cat was...
1: I mean, how would you know? It would be wearing, it would start wearing maternity clothes and <laughs> go to Lamaze classes. It did none of the above. It never, it never took, um, you know, prenatal vitamins. It didn't go to an OBGYN.
0: Was it studying books of baby names?
1: Yeah. We, ne- we never got a... Um, what do you call it? That picture? The sonogram? So we never got the sonogram photo. Anyway... We, one morning, my mom screamed because she thought it was mice. Because she heard something under the tub, and she looked under the tub, and it was like a whole litter of kittens. And nobody knew what to do. My I wonder sis- if a
0: cat knows if a cat gets pregnant the first time if they know what's happening, or if they don't know what's happening until the kittens come out of them. Because it's not like they've had someone explain it to them. Probably instinctual.
1: Anyway, my little sister, who was I don't even know how old she was. She was a little kid. But she kept on reaching under there and taking these little kittens. And the mom cat, mother cat became protective and tried to move them. And I'm sad to report that each and every one of the kittens...
0: Oh, God. This is, it's the holidays. Died. Why? Why are you going there with it?
1: Actually, it was around the holidays that this happened.
0: Why, why are you...
1: It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas.
0: So as promised, this is the end of season four and we have a big announcement to make. It's Friday. And guess what, people? We're going to be back on Monday.
1: And I'm sorry I talked about dead kittens so close to the holidays.
0: We're going to have the next season of the Whaley Family Hour have zero dead kittens in, in the content.
1: The dead kitty hour.
0: Oh, God. That's no fun at all.
1: Bye.